Yo, this is Jake. They call me Dr. Flock. Views. What's up? It's John John. Views. And it's real life doing this, bitch. Views. You are now listening to the Views from the Chip podcast. Yeah, we're live. We're live. Dude, we're live. Fucking real life deal here. Here with my boy John. You. Jake is on vacation. Shout out to Jake on vacation. Jake's on vacation, man. He's just taking trips. I think he's in Portland or Washington or one of the two. See what you're doing out there? Just being out there? I don't know what he's doing out there, for real. <laughs> I couldn't even... Damn, is it fucked up we didn't ask? I think we did. We probably just forgot. I, ain't I, gonna, I don't think we that bad. I got no idea what he's doing out there. I hope he's having a ball, though. He probably is. Don't look like they gotta worry about uh, the gas out there, though. Good transition, man. The gas, the gas crisis is going crazy, and I, I want to know. I, obviously, we can break it down a bit, but I want to know if we overreact every time something happens and we just look like idiots to the rest of like the world. But <laughs> we do. it looks like unreal. Did you participate in like the whole toilet paper thing? No, I didn't. But my mom was <laughs> hoarding toilet paper, so. <laughs> I mean, I didn't give a fuck, but at the same time, people went overboard with the shit. I participated for sure. You participated? I grabbed like <laughs> I ain't go crazy, like I ain't go crazy, bro. But I grabbed like I grabbed like three three boxes. You feel me? Some some shit like that. Like three twenty four packs. I was up for a grip. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I was up for a little bit, bro. Like I, I wasn't taking too much of a risk. Because, you know, bro, I told you when the, the this is off topic a little bit. Yeah. But when the COVID shit first happened, I was at my grandmom's house. Uh-huh. Uh, and that shit had came on the, the conference. And me, my grandma, and my stepmom were all drinking. Mm. So it shut down the bass or the price is right or something we were watching. And Trump came on and was like, yo, like shutting it down. And then all the joints started coming across where the NBA shut down. Yeah. So we was all like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, that shit did look crazy. So I was a little lit. I went straight to Acme right down the street from my grandma's house, and I spent like 450 bucks. <laughs> uh, the most groceries I ever bought, dog. I had fucking 100 pizza rolls, Damn, mad bagel bites, steak arms, oodles and noodles, and like 40 rolls, of, uh, 40, 40 pack of fucking paper towels, toilet paper, wet yeah. wipes, all that shit just in case. I didn't know how long we was locking in, dog. I definitely participated on the on the food side of things. I might have went a little overboard too, but I definitely didn't go crazy with the with the paper products and all that. I, it was weird though, because we did did we overreact to COVID? Like, I was that an overreaction because that shit was a little crazy because we was on quarantine for a minute. It, it it's like it's hard to say if we overreacted because so many people checked, and then it's like how right. many more people would have checked if we didn't overreact? Right. But like there was a point there where like we were all grabbing guns and shit. So it's like, yeah, I think maybe we, like the gun sales spiked by like 300%. Like you couldn't even buy ammo. So like, what was we about to do? Shoot the disease dog or shoot the virus? <laughs> like Americans are crazy. No, we fucking snapper. I mean, now they putting gas in bags and shit. Like, they're putting gas in bags, bags, fucking Tupperware, all that shit. This shit is crazy. Bro, at one point, at one point in the pandemic, I was freezing milk. <laughs> like I froze milk, bro. I had to Google, "Can you oh, freeze you milk?" Was you was I, thought, 
thought it was going to be a milk shortage, cut. What the fuck? I don't even drink milk, bro. I couldn't tell you last time I used milk for anything. Is that okay to do? Yeah, you can freeze it. I ended up throwing it away like once everything happened, but now you can freeze it. Yep. Damn. Mm -hmm. I froze some milk. Nah, I ain't go. I ain't go crazy. I mean, probably if I if I didn't have to work during the pandemic, that shit would have probably been different. But I kind of moved in the transit. The transition was crazy too. I don't know if we overreacted, bro. Facts. Dex said we was uh, we was rumbling grandparents in the grocery store. I was getting aggressive in the grocery store, cause <laughs> I, I was freezing cheesesteak rolls. I never ate so many steakums in my life, cause I was getting everything. Cause you ain't know when they was gonna restock, bro. First we thought like it was about to be nothing left. Yeah, we thought it was game over. We did. We that they made it seem like the it was the apocalypse. I ain't gonna lie. It kind of was for a little bit, bro. It, it was. It was. It, was, it dark. was. Even remember the highways, nothing. That was that was a little different. Like the world was different. You wasn't supposed to leave the house. I was in Philly at the time. You, I was just walking down the street. You know, I, I like to try to be on my rebel shit. I'm just walking down the street smoking a yak, dog. It was ghost town out that bitch. That shit looked ghost crazy. town. Everything was shut down. Yeah, this gas shit, though. I mean... Yeah, the gas shit. So, basically, <laughs> from, from what I know, because I just started having relapses about what happened with the COVID shit, and that shit was nuts. So, so the gas shit, I'm guessing somebody hacked the, the oil drawn or whatnot, and it shut down the pipeline for, like, a week. Mm -hmm. So, now gas is all jammed up. Sheesh. And I didn't think it was affecting Delaware yet at all. And then, like, I went and got gas this morning just because I was out of gas. Like, I'm not... If I can't drive, I, I don't really care. I don't be having too many places to go in Delaware. I'll ride a bike. But that John was like two two eighty this morning. It was three dollars when I just went to go get some yaks. Damn. Yeah, it's popping up they in Delaware. Or, or they you think they short? They gouging. Yeah. You know they gouging, and that shit illegal. They shouldn't do that shit. Yeah. You know they gouging. But nah, okay. so my sister was supposed to go to a wedding in North Carolina this weekend, and she just canceled her trip, and she called me because there's a state of emergency in Virginia and North Carolina because they have such a shortage on gas. I think it's 40% 40 of gas stations are out of gas. 40%? That's that's kind of crazy for real. That's a grip, bro. And yeah, you know that's, I think? That's, that's a lot for real. This the first day, so by the time she get out there, she like, dog, I'm going to drive fucking all the way down there. I'm going to need two joints of gas to stop to fill up, and then like like what's the alternative? You fill up your car with gas and like put put jugs in the back and just hope nobody yeah. smack you. Yeah, that should blow up. Are you riding around with gas? I'm not riding around with gas unless it's loud. <laughs> 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 I got some gas, but it's not gonna run the car. You feel me? Yeah, man. <laughs> Cause that just be my luck, dog. I get rear-ended, and my shit blow up. I come out all burnt up and stupid, dog. That would be some bullshit. Some Have a burn beard. Yeah, fuck that. I, we do overreact like a motherfucker, though. It's sad. I mean, is it the media or is it us? Because we only do on by what the fuck they saying. That's a good question. They told us mass, no mass. Part people, no people. Do we? Was it justified fear though? Because did the media really know? At first, like at first, I want to say like they didn't know, but like eventually they picked up on like, yeah, if you. Polarize this shit. Yeah, we're gonna get views. Mm. And if this all we talk about, this all people all, know about. Everybody checked in on that shit. Yeah. Everybody yeah. checked in on that shit. A lot of people caught that shit though. Yeah, I mean, that shit. Yeah, I mean, I guess like you said, if you can't really overreact, that people actually died and shit. 
Yeah, I don't even know what the number is, but it was like 600,000 checked off that shit. Mm, which is like, yeah, now. Yeah, which is a lot, but it, it turned down considerably. And, and that's a good good segue. It, like, are we ready to open up? Yeah, yeah, what's the segue? Like, that's, are we ready to open up? Shit. It's transitioning quick, bro. I, I think I'm going to be back are. in the office. We are. I think I'm going to be back in the office in the next month or so. And we weren't supposed to be back for. I would. I would have been shocked if we were back this year. We are ready to open up. I think. Uh, seeing even sports arenas as as many people as in sports arenas, and as cl- as close as people are in there, seeing concerts live now again, uh, shows, whether it's a comedy shit like this shit is back. Uh, and. I mean, you see big cities like New York starting to open up, then it's like, all right, we we damn near almost there. Dude, Eagles Eagles are going full capacity. I saw that. When this the, the, uh, the season? Yeah, that's what I just read. Phillies Phillies opening fully in July. I want to say end of July. Hundred percent. That's what I just I just saw the article. I said Phillies opening up. That's I mean I guess that's that's encouraging to hear after this long. Shit, I mean if. Kind of felt like Delaware been open for a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, maybe not as open as southern states, but yeah. I mean, what what's changed in Delaware really? Like, it's just I guess the only thing I really noticed is places still like close earlier. Some places yeah, still open, like just the closing time. Yeah, that's the only thing I really mainly restaurants. Closing and the sit down because yeah, Cinco de Mayo wasn't even open up like that. Yeah. I mean, you still have to mask up, and you still have to like basically have like they don't really want you just chilling at the bar, standing up. Like I was just at the casino last weekend. You have to sit down to get a drink. You can't stand up and get a drink. So they still got like the little weird rules, but like it's about to be game over. Sorry, no. Is it true they took away the five dollar tables at the casino? Oh, they've been gone. <laughs> they've been so gone, bro. They came to the shop pissed about that shit. I yeah, they've been in a while. Oh, uh, okay. So, uh, he's probably yeah. They used to do that like in the middle of the day. So he was probably hitting the day, Jones. Ah, uh, but it's been a grip, and then they only got like half tables open now. So like, it's hard to find a seat. So if you want to play, you're gonna be looking for a grip. You you gotta have a ten to fifteen minimum. Fucking casino. Is this gonna be the most crazy summer ever? Because I didn't think shit was gonna be opening in July, and it, it looks like everybody's gonna be back. Yeah, I think whether it's a sporting event, a concert, uh, uh, even just a regular outing, it's just like, damn, I'm fine. Because we, we basically got robbed a year for real. I mean, yeah. I didn't say we got robbed a year, but like, yeah, we we're healthy. We all made it and shit, but we got to. Yeah. We're healthy. got lost and shit for a year. I'll say that. Yeah, we're healthy and shit, so we can't complain too much. But yeah, we, we lost a year. Yeah. <laughs> we lost yeah. a year. Whether it was. Uh, Family events, holidays, all that shit. You just gone. Yeah. I'm not mad like about the year that bad though. Nah, nah, definitely not mad, but I mean, it would have been cool to experience a couple things. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. I wasted a whole year in Philly in my apartment. Yeah, that's see, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. fu- that's fucked up. I take it back, I'm pissed. That's shit awful. Whole fucking year, new spot. Can't even go nowhere. Couldn't even experience it. We got three good months in. Game over. Right. Nah, that shit was nuts. Shit, man. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we, we segue out of this, because I did want to ask. Uh-huh. So F- FDA suggesting 12 to 15 now approved for vaccines. Is that appropriate, you think? 
Or would you be, would you be comfortable with it? Uh, I mean, they make us with the what, what, what's the shot they make us get in high school? Is it the hepatitis or t- what, what is that shit? It might be hepatitis. They make us get one. Sh- I mean, I think I think all everybody that's kind of against it is really against it for the same reason, and that just being besides like the like microchip conspiracy theories and all that shit it's just the research like it's just been not not been enough time i think that's really the only concern if you're gonna allow somebody your child to get a shot then you just gonna do it it's mad interesting because i've never been like an anti-vax or anti-flu shot or or what guy like as far as like when kids get born and now it's just like yeah it just doesn't seem like there's been enough time to try it out yeah (laughs) And uh, if they're if they're saying that kids can't really get it or like there's not that much of a chance, like if there's a chance, if there's the same chance of like a kid dying from rabies as mm-hmm. there's like I'm not rushing out to get the shot. Right. And and I know you've seen this shit from India with the with the COVID. Oh, they got what they got a shortage of oxygen or some shit. Yeah, it's getting bad over there. That's man. like an extreme case, huh? Yeah, it's getting bad over there. That is unfortunate because it, it's getting it's getting rough over there. They're they're having to wait for hours and days just in line to receive the oxygen. Yeah, uh, they're, they're getting hit hard. It's it's interesting to see how that all breaks down, um, country wise. What what parts it hits and when it hits because they they caught the wave late and they're they're getting smacked very late. And it's like yeah, they getting what we got at the beginning of this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing we did it somehow. I guess, and then uh, like. Another thing is, like, countries are ready to open up, but it, every country isn't like us. We have abundance of vaccines available. Right, right. Like, even my buddies in, in uh, Canada are telling me, like, they're going to have to wait until, like, next year to qualify for a John. And, and me and you could go get one today. But it's not abundance crazy? of them. Like, how we could get it so easy? Like, why can we get it so easy? Is it I'm just getting- is that much better? I think we were one of the first people, like, our companies were one of the first ones to produce it, and we're taking, like, first right to it. Because I'm getting emails like twice a week now, like, yo, you want to get it? Right, right. Because I signed up for the state list like last month, and now I'm getting it all the time. Like, yeah, you trying to get it or not? So so you uh, decided? No, I'm mad and decided. We need, I need to find out soon because that, that Mexico trip's coming up. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely I was leaning towards it until I started seeing some more bullshit. Every time I see bullshit about it, I just be like, ah. Like, when you be seeing doctors and nurses saying, I ain't getting it. I work in the hospital, but I ain't getting it. What? I'm not getting it. What y'all know that we don't know? Exactly. That what do you guys like, like? Damn, you work in the motherfucking hospital and you're not gonna get the shit. Yeah, that shit's a little iffy, honestly, man. I I don't. I don't know. I honestly don't know if I'm gonna get it or not. Yeah, I was leaning towards it, but as of late, I've been kind of like, ah, I don't know. Definitely indecisive on that shit now. Shit, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I honestly, I, I can't call it. So On to the see, next. Yeah, did we see uh, see Jake Jake Paul take Floyd Hatman? What, 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 what is that? Was that funny? I mean, I've never even seen Floyd that mad on any of the 24-7s or anything. I was like, damn, he yeah. got hot. Yeah, bro, two parts to that is like, one part is like, yeah, what an absolute loser to like go up and say, I got your hat, like you're a fucking oh, nut. Right. Grow up, dog. Like, grow up. That's just not even funny. Like, how how old are you, bro? Right. Uh, second part is, how freaky was it? How mad Floyd got there? Like, yo, I'm going to kill you, bro. Yo. <laughs> and I was just sitting there thinking, like, Floyd probably sitting there thinking, like, yo, I'm going to fucking 
millionaire, bit whatever you get, whatever he is. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker, because you see the security walking, I'm like, this motherfucker took my fucking hat off. Imagine being that rich and somebody's taking your shit right off. Yeah. He's probably like, Yo, what the fuck? And, and not even that you're that rich, but knowing that you're probably one of the most le- lethal fighters in the world. That too. I mean, we've seen Jake Paul look like after and shit, but yeah, yeah punched on his ass. Yeah, like, yeah, you're one of the most lethal fighters in the world, and somebody can just take your hat and run off. And then, I, what would infuriate me more is like you can beat him up, and he's just still talking shit. Doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah. Right, I still took your hat, bro. Brian walking into the fucking wherever he they was pushing him to. Yeah. I'm like, this fucking dude is crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't really trying to watch the fight, but. I mean, I know he's not the one fighting this, his brother, but I'm like, I might got watch this shit. Floyd yeah, I might watch it now because he's going to punch on him. Yeah, yeah. He's going to try to fuck him up. Did you happen to catch the Floyd Mayweather million dollars worth of game? Uh, Yeah. I don't know if I finished it, though. Yeah, I thought it was interesting because obviously people are saying he must have money problems if he's going for this fight and whatnot. And he was just talking about yeah, his investments. Right. He's just talking about dog. I'm still getting $200,000 checks weekly just off my Word. investment. Word. He's... <laughs> Talking about building scenes, skyscrapers. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? And oh, I yeah. like how you worded it. Like, dog, if I'm one of the best fighters in the world, and you telling me I can fight somebody that's no threat to me, and I can get a hundred mil. Yeah, why wouldn't I? Sign me up, and it's in the contract that he can't try and knock me out. Is that in there? Yeah, like he can't. He can't try and hurt him. So, but Floyd can fuck him up, or yeah. What the fuck? Like, sign me up, dog. Oh yeah, yeah. What am I? Yeah. If I know I'm not gonna lose, what are we, yeah, what are, and he wouldn't lose anyway. I'm kind, I'm kind of whack, kind of whack to hear that though. Like he can't try to fuck him up. Same. I was really disappointed in the fact that like it can't be an actual fight because the kid is big. He's yeah. a big dude. Not that it, do, not that it matters. Obviously, he's gonna punch on him. But like, I would be a little scared if I've got kids. Probably got eighty pounds on him, and he's he's the both the Paul guys are big. They're like six three. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Floyd could fuck him up, but yeah, for sure. It for is. Sure. I definitely well, see what you're saying. All he would need to do is hit one haymaker, regardless how good of a fighter you are. Like somebody's that big, yeah, and buff, yeah, and, you and just punches on you. That's that's you just, it's not going to be that easy to just eat that shit at all, right? So and that's, that's that. I don't know if I'm gonna buy it now. You, <laughs> they lost my fifty or whatever they charge. Yeah, it was, I'll go half with you. <laughs> we, can, we can have a fight party, dog. Right. I ain't mad at that. No, nah, I, I, it, it's good to hear Floyd's doing well though. Yeah, that, that that was encouraging to hear and shit. <laughs> I even liked I honestly liked his parent like how he was talking about his parenting style and, and I thought that was interesting to hear because you don't hear that much, which which he was saying like they gotta learn how to do their own. But mm-hmm. yeah, end of the day, like I'm gonna buy them a house, it's gonna be paid off. Right. And I'm gonna buy them a nice car, it's gonna be paid off. And the rest of it, you figure it out. Right. And I think that's fair if you're that rich. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. At that level, like and they've been spoiled probably their whole life at mm-hmm. me. You're going to want more. Yeah, exactly. And and say exactly. what you want about his daughter, but she's transitioned the celebrity into income. Yeah. Is so she? Yeah, she turns her club appearances up, and she's got a, bad, a mad follower. She gets her sponsored post and whatnot. Damn. I mean, well, that's a that's a good thing, shit. I mean, I don't really know too much about his sons. I mean, he said they like to smoke weed and shit. That was yeah, kind of funny on there. But I'm like, I mean... Is it surprising to see they didn't want to box? I mean, I guess not. Your dad is the fucking richest man in the world. What he what he said he had eighteen million dollar watch on. Yeah, eighteen million dollar watch and five million dollar chain. 
Yeah, Gillian Walla looked at him like he's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. My, my man said he's got snipers. Yeah, yeah. He's got snipers <laughs> and and he should. And that's why that fuck. That's what I'm saying. That's why the Jake Paul shit is so. Why he? That's why I think he was so mad. Like, how the fuck did he just? I mean, obviously he just took his hat off his head, but it's like the audacity of you to do that shit to me. There's, there's no reason. I like, yeah, yeah. I feel that because he did punch on him afterwards and black design yeah. and shit, and and that's what it should have been, dude. Did you happen to listen to the button leak? I did, man. I did. Hate to that, hear it. <sighs> that was crazy. I hate to hear it. That was crazy. And I had a, a listener question where it said, would you be comfortable uh, going into business with your friends? And, and this is kind of why, uh, like I say yes and I say no. Because you have to really know, you have to trust that you know the person and then trust yeah. that they're going to be the person they are. And I think that's kind of where they hit their wall because they did know who he was, and they wanted to get it paperwork-wise. And I mean, like you said, you got to trust who they are. They, Like you said, they know who Joe is. We heard mm-hmm. the, the clip from the uh, early interview with Charlemagne when he said, you just hope Joe doesn't blow this shit up. Don't sabotage this shit. And it was, it was funny because in the clip, they agreed. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm worried about that too. That's the only thing I'm worried about, though. And that's the thing that happens. Well, what it seemed like happens. And, and I thought it was interesting, too. Background, I'm sure everybody that listens to us probably is somewhat familiar with the Joe Budden pod, if not. Uh, wildly popular podcast. They've been doing it for probably four or five years now. Yeah, shit. They was talking, what he was talking, 2013? Yeah, so, yeah, so they've been doing it eight years? Yeah. Well, that's nuts. We've been doing it eight years. Got really, really popular right before they probably signed to Spotify exclusively. Mm. which I'm sure was a great deal. Uh, Maul and Rory. Rory's been on the podcast since episode like seven or eight. Yeah. So he's pretty much been there since day one. Maul probably came in around 60, 70. So not super far behind him. Uh, it's I honestly don't know where Rory came into the picture. Like how they're buddies. I have no idea either. I mean, I'm guessing they met through... They had to, had to meet through music. Some way through music. Yeah, I know Rory used to do the um, record label shit with like marketing and whatnot. Yeah. And then Maul, yeah. uh, sounds like he's just been a buddy of his. They used to live together. Um, great chemistry on the pod. And yeah. it, it was it was good. It almost sounded like listening to friends, but friends with very diverse opinions on shit and, and very different outlooks on life. Uh, great jokes and whatnot. And uber success. And now that it seems like it's at the height of its success... Now everyone wants to get the business in order. And that's hard to do. That's hard to do if they, like you said, if if, if they had no paperwork at the beginning and in the middle of the shit, you want to add paperwork in? I think that's when it gets confusing. Because what, what was your role? Was it just to be my boy that comes by to do mm-hmm. the podcast once a week? Exactly. Or your role to be my employee and you show up when I tell you. Uh, and that's the fucked up shit with business, especially with friends, when you're thinking that we're all on the same page. That's like, you know, like, this shit goes big. And you and Flock are thinking, yo, this shit goes big. We're splitting everything in thirds. And I'm thinking the whole time, like, nah, you guys get 10, 10, I get 80. Right. 
And the whole time you guys are thinking it's thirds and I'm like on a whole different John and then it comes to it. And now the interesting shit is Rory and Wall don't really have much leverage because technically it is owned by Joe Budden. And that's the fucked up part. Like, do you think they trust him too much by not even, I mean, could, do you think they, I mean, we don't know. We just speculate, but I wonder if they would have brought it up over time. Like, yo, so like, what's, what's up? Or do you think Joe's like, oh, I'm going to just get us a deal. I'm going to get me a deal for us. Because he's not getting us a deal. He's getting me a deal for us. Well, I think he misled them a bit. And even if it's just the talk on the show, but from the talks on the show, it's all about ownership, being fair, hey. giving people their proper share, their proper share of money, letting everybody be transparent in what the business is. Everybody should know their contracts, know their rights. And then when it gets down to it and you guys are negotiating different deals, I've got the trust in you because everything I know about you or you've said in the last year and a half, five years is ownership, fair rights, give people what they're doing. And yeah, Joe Budden's obviously the biggest name on it. But as you could see when they left the show a few weeks ago, they they have their following. Right, right. I don't necessarily know if they should have got thirds, but they should have got broken down considerably. If Joe Budden, say if they got the staff, the staff altogether gets 30%. Maybe... Joe gets fucking 20 and then they break down the rest. Or if Joe gets 30 and they break down the rest. Maybe they do do 30, 20, 20, and then the staff gets the rest. I mean, I mean, even from the episode we heard the other week, Joe saying this, this podcast is none of your business. And then him saying, wow, shit, like, I don't have to respect my friends. I don't I, fuck with shit like that. That's that's what I'm saying. That's 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 the moment where I feel like I mean, as me and his I mean, I'm guessing Maul's is real, like real, real friend. They live together and all that shit. Hearing shit like that is like, damn. You know where you know where y'all stand. Yeah, it was too, it was a few things I took away from the pod today, and one of them was that's what happens when you have too many people that constantly agree with you. Like from his manager being around and being like, yeah, I took I took the small share. Right. I did this, this, this. And Park's going like, yeah, like he's just appreciative to be there kind of shit. Right. And that's what happens when you surround yourself with people like that. Right. They can't tell you like, yo, I'm tripping. And then as soon as people say, yo, you're tripping, you bug the fuck out. And that's the fucked up part because they told him, yo, you tripping. You tripping out. And, and, and the, first thing he did, the, fuck out. first thing he did, he's got mad defensive and bugged the fuck out. And that's not fair. As a businessman, it's not fair as a, a friend. Nah, because you wonder, like, damn. So he just threw all that shit. I mean, he just threw all that shit away for the podcast. They don't mean shit. And it was interesting to me to say, like, yeah, like, yeah exa- exactly. Because even if he is being a good businessman, if you facade yourself as friends, right? Uh, that's bad business on a friend level. Right. So, so, like, you can be both, and he's he's kind of playing the role where it's like, yo, I got to be this good businessman, so I can't necessarily do that, and that's not necessarily true, and it's fucked up as a friend, because if I'm your buddy, and the first time we have a over disagreement, even if it is money involved, and you start trashing me, that shit's corny, dog. Yeah, that shit's corny. Now all of a sudden, Rory's fucking pathetic, and he doesn't deserve shit, and all of a sudden, name. Yeah, he's fucking whack and he's corny and you weren't even mad about him challenging him to the hands. That that wasn't even an issue. You were just acting like it. So now you're a liar. And then is it even worse when 
they didn't like him working with, I guess, Roy's. I don't know what you want to call him. Fucking opposition. He's beefing with. I get it. Yeah, I'm, with, I'm yeah. on that type shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, is that is that you? That's you don't think that's how your boss would act. And it's not. It's the case. Yes. The real thing is like yo, like there. It's not. If you one thing, if him and Ak was getting money together, mm-hmm. and then they started beefing, like we're not even working together at the moment. Right. And and I'm saying future opportunity. Yeah, I'll work with him. No, dog, I'm beefing with this motherfucker. He's telling people, telling the whole world I'm cheating on my bitch. Yeah, this is real life beef. Facts. And the, the fuck type time is you on? Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's oh that oh now that's none of my business. But all the shit they talk about all week, all that shit business. But yeah, man's you can't say nothing to him. Oh, he's a grown man at this. Oh, that's that's kind of whack to me too. Especially if y'all got that. Line of communication, like yo, chill. Like, what you doing? You bugging? That's my man. Chill. If if you know, that's really your man's like that. I thought it was a bunch of like contradictions all around the whole pod. Yeah, and it was just like yo, like at one point you're saying like yo, it's none of their business. They don't need to know that the, the data. Or they don't need to know the details of anything. But then on the flip side, you're talking about like oh, yo, I know Roy's head's not in it because he's sending people to his house. Well, how's his head in it if he doesn't know what you're negotiating? He right. doesn't know what the deals are. How, does, how is he supposed to know what's on the table if you're not sharing any of the info? And you're telling him no. He's asking. It's a and no. you're telling him no. And you're telling him you'll work with boy. Yeah. It, really, you could have just jumped in this shit and told him, yo, I, I got a relationship with boy. I'm telling him to chill the fuck out. If you want to keep right. keep it cordial with him, then you step right. in and involve it. But you can't not not step in and then still be buddies with somebody I'm beefing with as a friend. And, and more than anything, I thought the shit that was super whack was how he was talking about Maul. That shit was corny. Yeah, that was fucked up. I ain't, I ain't really hear all that part, but from what I did hear, it's fucked up. Because it seemed like they was really tight. Yeah, yeah you talking about, yeah, well, no, nah, Maul used to live with me. Because parts, like, they li- they live together. No, nah, Maul used to live with me. And, like, if there's anything about, like, taking a relationship, it was from his angle. I was just a provider, a protector, like, you. Yeah, and then, like, I didn't even know his situation when we asked him the pod. I didn't know if he was in New York because we wasn't even talking like that. I didn't even know if he was, cap- like, if he was in a position to be on the pod and not get paid and whatnot like yeah don't don't play your right hand mans out to be like a homeless bum now yeah what's going on dog that shit's supposed to be your mans the way you presenting it yeah it's supposed to be your buddy yeah and you're gonna do this it's one thing to do it behind closed doors but you're doing this shit on air in front of the world like oh yeah fuck him too even though he's been my, my boy for however many years and it's just weird, bro. Like that's the that's the problem with having all yes men, dog. Like I, I'd much rather be friends with people who'd be like, yeah, you bugging on this one, or yeah, you probably bugging. Right. Because he's sitting there talking, and he's like, yeah, Marissa was on the pod, and then like she used to be my man, and he can't talk about people without shitting on him, which is corny. Right. It's fucked up. It's actually yeah. fucked up. Marissa, she was my assistant, and then she was my manager, but then she caught feelings, so that didn't work out. Like, dog, why are you airing this bitch out right now? Yeah, for what? What the fuck does she have to do with anything? Why are you yeah. airing her out? That's weird. Then, even to the point of that, when he was when he goes, oh, and then I talked to Rory, and Rory was like, nah, that's fucked up. Nah, that's fucked up. You said, no, nah, I don't need it. That's so weird, dog. So yeah. you got a friend telling you, like, yeah, nah, that's foul shit. Right. She started the pie with you. You got to leave her on. And you're talking about, nah, and then you playing him out. Like, he's weird for telling you it's foul. Right. <laughs> that's weird <laughs> as shit, bro. You got the people that will go with whatever Joe say, and then with Joe projecting will fall into somebody else's opinion and be like, yeah, bro, he does look like a little punk. Like, yeah. like my dog. Come on, yo. I think this move backfired on him a bit. 
Yeah, he looked crazy, but then again, does he care that he looked crazy? Because guess what's going to happen next week or Saturday whenever he drops again? People going to want to hear that one. He know what the fuck he did. And that's when I think, like, did he? does he know what he's doing? And what the, the, here's my flip side on this. So, yeah, maybe because it is interesting right now and people are talking about it. But but if you talk to the three of us, uh, flock included mm. out of the three of us, there was only one fan out of the switch. Right. Right. So if you take that on average, if you're losing two out of three and, and maybe not two out of three, let's say two out of four, just to even it out. Yeah. You're still losing a shit ton of followers. Yeah, and, and the corniest part about like this is the shit that tells me he's not a friend. Mm. If we don't agree with business and you don't want me to show the books and, and accounting and, and whatnot and that shit's whack, fine. And don't come on the pod and say, number one, I'm fired. That was fucking corny. That was they're, obvi- they're obviously not there. So to say like, yo, yeah, and both of you are fired and I'm the one that's got to say that. Cool, bro. Whatever. But then to double back and say, and you guys can't do a pod because you got to non-compete for a year. I'm going to sue the shit out of you. That's gay. I mean, that's stupid. <laughs> And, and. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, whack. That's what I meant to say. In yeah, a bad yeah. way. All that, yeah. In a bad right. way. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. I mean, after all the shit he's criticized, though, to see to see him say that, it's like you say, "Oh, I forget the the rap group he was saying he cried about because the guy I think it might have been Tommy Boy Records wouldn't let somebody out of their deal, and he cried about that." But now, if, exactly. if they have the opportunity to go do something, you won't let them do what they got to do. And you you fire me. What the, what the fuck? What am I supposed and, to do? And the funniest thing about Joe is, bro, if you fire somebody and now they got that on recording, you, they don't have to abide by non-competes. Right. Non-competes waived when you get fired. If you would have just let them not show up, and that would have been fine. Right. And it's funny, too, because the, the Barstool boys were already tweeting out a picture with playing basketball with Maul from a few years ago. Like, come on back. Oh shit! Where? Yeah, funny as shit, right? He did, I don't think he. Re, or he just retweeted it and was geeking. Like yes, sitting on the bench next to the owner and the fellow big cat. And that's the thing. Back, There's a place for him. There's a place for her. They're too. They're too popular of a pod podcasters. And Maul's a cool dude, and and people are going to be interested off the rip just to hear <clears> their side <throat> of the story. So they'll get opportunities, even if they're not interested. Yeah, and I mean. The same people that that listen to Joe Bun podcast will go listen to that podcast. They gonna I'd make them go to go add yeah. that, and maybe they should go do their own thing. But I'd love to hear the two of them together on a pod. I would. Too. I remember shit. I always did that one episode they did together. They got good. No, yeah, no hiccups. It was a it was a perfectly fine podcast. Yeah. So and uh, in conclusion, I I do think you can work with your friends or do business with your friends. Right. But you have to know what friends it is. Right. Like if, if I have a friend that showed me like, yeah, they could be a good friend, but they've showed me time over time. They put their self before their other friend or put their self first over anything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a little iffy on doing business with them unless the paperwork is completely 50 50. And even if it is, I'm going to be a little fucked up. Cause what if they get in a spot to where they're like, all right, let me default on this loan because that'll be better for me. Yeah. I mean, from that perspective, I think you would want to get everything out at the beginning before you even start. Like, we're gonna have to have these conversations. Harry, what 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 are what are we in charge of? Uh, it, what is the terms? 
you got to get that shit out of the way or I think you end up with a situation like this when I guess Joe feels like he has all the power and <laughs> does what he does. I would say, but the, the assumption you would think is that they had these conversations. The way they talk, I don't think they have. I don't think, I don't think they got splits. I mean, even down to like how they would say, like, damn, somebody should do the merch. So say Maul did start doing the merch. Was that would that be his bag? Because Joe talking about if you don't bring a bag, you don't get nothing. And he's talking about you don't get paid off to YouTube. What the fuck? Yeah, come on, dog. They not what here to look at you, bro. What the fuck are we talking about? Fucking Joe, man. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of that shit. I thought that shit was whack. Yeah, that shit, that shit definitely unfolded nasty. Yeah. And that's how that shit goes. And then, you know, if, if history repeats itself and continuously it, it happens to be, it's a nasty breakup, it's a nasty breakup, it's a nasty breakup, it's probably you, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. It's probably you. If, if you. if you dating a bunch of Johns and that shit always ends up the same way, it's not because you got a bad batch of Johns, dog. It's, right. There's something wrong with you. And I wonder if he even cares about that shit. No, because the relationships might end bad, but he's continuous, continuously progressed in his career, though. <laughs> that's, and that's the fuck up. There's so, no like, question for, for his actions. He's burned bridges on bridges on bridges, <laughs> but he's continued to thrive. Yeah, and that's a great. It got him where he's at. And this shit, this is more relevant than I remember him ever being shit. We talking about him. Yeah. Yeah. And not only have we talked about him, we talked about him for 35 minutes. Right. <laughs> right. And it's intriguing content. People like to hear. Exactly. Which is like, they're a very big show, which is crazy. Yeah. And he got their shit. I mean, you could say he got there being him. Shit. He ain't faking. He showed us who he is. Now, on the flip side of that, since we're talking about breakups, mm. uh, I think we talked about this a few pods ago, but I had a listener question. Right. Would you be okay with dating somebody's ex? That's your friend. No. Nah. Yeah, I don't think I could do it. No, nah, I think that's too close to home. Especially if it's like how how good is a friend of his? Is it like somebody you talk to monthly, weekly? That was my question too, because I, I was thinking about this earlier today when my buddy asked me. And I'm thinking, like, I'm like, yo, I don't really. It depends on what kind of a friend. Exactly. Because I'm like, yo, like, how close would I be? And then I was like, if I had your number in my phone, I might be too close. Yeah. It might, it I might mean, be a little too close. what you're saying, but you don't. I mean, yeah. I'd have to have the conversation first. Uh, maybe not, though, because I got a lot of numbers in my phone. That's what I'm saying. You could just have people number randomly. But. Then again, you ain't about to just... All right, all right. Here's where my line is. Uh -huh. All right, so, like, say if I see you at the bar and we dap each other up. Yeah. That's not the line. But if, like, if I see you at the bar and it's, like, once on a blue moon and, like, we sit and talk for, like, 5 to 10 to 15 to yeah. catch up, then yeah. that's probably the line for me. Okay, I ain't mad at that. Line. Even if it is, like, once a year. If it's, like, a solid 10, 15-minute convo when I see you to catch up, how you been and shit, then... Yeah. I would at least need to acknowledge, like, if there's a hug and excitement to see you, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, you're, you're, yeah. Yeah. like, you're genuinely <laughs> happy to see him, like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah nah. yo, bro, you good, yo, like, right. how you been, yo, everything's straight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. nah, that's a little iffy, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a little because then I mean, not saying you ruin anything because, like, you said, it could be a once a year thing, but it is awkward when you see him that once a year, like. Ugh. 
And then on the flip, all right, so let me ask you this, though. What if your friend said they didn't care? Would you still date him? This is the once a year, dude? This is to any, any friend. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think, it would be, I think it would be weird. Yeah, some friends is just too close. Like, because you imagine, I mean, if regardless if you do it at the beginning or down the line in a relationship, you would be around them at some point. They're going to come to birthdays and, so they would definitely be around each other if they good if y'all good friends. It's another thing if you're not around them and shit. But if you're gonna be around this person, I don't think I just I don't know. I don't see how it's but is that immaturity? If that person's over and the girl's obviously over, like yo You know, it's interesting you say that because my uncle actually married my uh aunt and they've been married for probably 40 years now and she was dating his best friend for like a year and a half before they ever got together mm. and then they broke up for like two months and he asked her or asked him and he was like yeah i don't give a fuck and then they remained best friends up until the guy died mm. i don't think i got that in me <sighs> yeah because i relate i mean yeah that's that's a little too intimate like, and here's where we miss Flocka because here's where he starts saying we got shallow male eagles, our egos. But I'm just, <laughs> I don't. And that's why I ask: is, Are we immature for that? Because saying it out loud, if if the dude, I mean, but then again, dudes will say they over anything and not be over shit. We'll say that. Like, and that's it. another thing: you can't trust your friends to tell the truth about their feelings for a girl. I, right. And I, I would say it changes with age, but it doesn't. Nah, fuck no. It doesn't. Because. You could you could easily say, yeah, I'm over that. And then you're probably hoping, like, yeah, that shit ain't going to work, blah, blah, blah. Then you see them progressing, and you're like, oh, like he really, he was serious about that shit. And then if you start, you start getting mad. And I mean, but you said they were friends till he died. So, well, why do you think that is, though? That we get up. That's what I'm saying. I think that's that, the majority. That we don't like it. Not even like, I understand why we get upset, but why don't we communicate like if that we still like the John? Uh, to try to shit. I guess to be what we was taught and try to act like you don't give, you don't care. Like, oh, it's not a big deal. You don't care. That's don't a good point. Feelings. No, and no, all of us got feelings. Well, why were we taught that though? <clears throat> I'm not even necessary. I'm. I'm not even. I don't even know who taught us it. I mean, it's, it felt like maybe it was a TV that taught us music that taught like. Was it, and then I was wondering too, because is this area wise? Is this culture wise? Like, is this like? Or is this generation-wise where we have to, like, we're taught as men, you don't show emotion much. You don't really communicate yeah, your emotion. It's changing now with the younger generation. It's changing now with the younger generation. But if you think about, like, our dads and shit, they weren't hanging like, out with their buddies like, yo, I'm having a rough time. Nah. Or like, yo, I really miss this girl. Like, here, here in a blue moon, I guess. But I've never had, like, I very rarely ever had, and my friends are pretty open with me, had a guy call me and be like, yo, I really, this girl's fucking me up, yeah. Right. Right. They might call me like, man, this bitch stupid as shit. She out here bugging, blah, blah. But they're never like, man, I really miss this John. I fucked yeah, that nah. up. Yeah. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I have heard that, though. Now that I'm thinking about it, like, damn. Some dudes will say, like, they going through a rough time because they can't get over something. Or that, ah, damn. I mean. I've heard it. Will. I've heard it more from my white side of friends. And I've I've heard it from black friends though. I ain't gonna. I haven't heard it from. I don't think I've ever heard it from any black friends. Yeah, well, I mean, I have, I have. I definitely have. Like, I mean, but then again, people will tell me shit that they won't tell other people. Wow. 
Just the, fucking finesse. Uh, <laughs> but I think a, a lot of the relationships I have with my friends is like kind of like a, a absolutely close. Well, and it's interesting because we'll talk about family shit. But when it comes to girls, I, I think it's because we all put on the facade early on in life that it was just like, yo, bitches, girls, bitches. I'm getting better at saying the B word though. Right. Girls is replaceable. All right, Grace. Yeah, girls is replaceable uh, for the most part. And that's that's kind of what we came up on. Like, yo, there'll be another one. There's plenty of fish in the sea. I mean, I, th- I feel like both sides are taught that. But then once you <laughs> once you grow up and you see, you see, you start to learn what you like and what you don't like. Because, I mean, when you're younger, you just, it's whatever. But, like, when you start getting older, you start seeing signs and, oh, I don't like that. Or I like that. And oh, I couldn't do that. Shit like that. It's funny too, because one of my buddies and uh, my college group chat got broke up with a few weeks ago, and like he told the chat, and like everybody immediately was like, "Man, sorry, bro. Like, hang in there. You got it, man. Don't worry about it." And I thought, like, I was like, "Damn, that sucks." Like, but I was kind of geeking about it. Like, yeah, don't get over it. Who gives a fuck, bro? Keep it pushing. Right. The fuck, like it's plenty I mean, of just dude, yeah, looking at it. But until <laughs> once you get in there, I mean, especially if you put time in. Yeah, it's probably gonna be a while till you get over that shit. I ain't gonna lie. That's the flip side. When one of my buddies did call me and say that that he was about to get a divorce and shit, it's a it's a different conversation. Yeah, because yeah, that's a different. You conversation. all into a if you really putting your all into a relationship and that shit in, that's a hurt piece. That's it. That's it. That's a hurt. Piece. You know what I'm saying? You like, damn. All right, this is different. I could imagine that would be pretty brutal. I, I wouldn't relate, but like, do you think do you think guys are uh? taught like early on to just like be kind of cold i'm i'm sitting here thinking where do we learn it from because even now like it's like and then there's a fine line because like i do it all the time my god kids or nieces and ne- or nephews and be like yeah like if they start crying and i think they bitching you be a big boy you big boy right man you up you say that you do say that and we're taught you taught early like yeah you a boy bro you don't got time for that crying bitching shit man up yeah you but that's man you gotta you gotta be you gotta be strong bro you the man of the house right but you think we translate that from it's crazy because okay, that might happen from a fall and scrape our knee, but how does that get to our emotions though? Like we might we might fall and hit our hit our knee on the ground and cry and be like, oh come on, you big boy. How does that get to our emotion of not nah, like let it you out? would say because it's not even just if you fall, like it's if you're not getting your way, or you're doing a temper tantrum, mm-hmm. or something happens that you don't like, you just naturally like, hey, you a big boy, yeah, suck it up. And I, I like, especially if you're like with a single mom and some shit happens like in life and you're like 10, 11, 12, like your uncles and shit is telling you like, yo, you're the man of the house. Yeah, you got to be strong for your mom. You got to do this, yeah. this, this. Yeah. I mean, damn, that's, that's shit. Sound unfortunate shit. That's fucked yeah. up. For real. I, I, I think there's definitely a correlation between that. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, how often is it that you hear a grown man expressing their feelings? I mean, I don't, I don't know much. That, like even even whether it's in personal life on TV anywhere, like you hearing a man really expressing their feelings. Maybe I was music, just, that's about it. I was just telling you, I was at a funeral yesterday, and I'm talking to my uncle for like five to ten minutes, catching mm-hmm. up, talking about casual shit, and I walk away, and his wife comes up to me, and it's like, yeah, man, he's really upset. You guys aren't as close as you are, like. He wants to have that conversation, blah, blah. And I'm like, shit, I was just talking to him. Right. But like so many guys, like our generation and up, don't really know how to communicate it. Like, and I don't know if it's because they're scared of like looking weak. 
or like they just don't like they just were taught like not to talk like that or like because i do think guys in general are taught not to show too much emotion or you don't let people see that you're weak yeah uh yeah yeah and i that like you said where where does where does this shit come from because you want you don't want to i mean even if it's a close friend you really don't want to show your weakness i mean you will have the friends that do it and you don't really judge them when they do it, which is crazy because you would think everybody would do it because you're not even judging your friend. It's not yeah, like 100%. open up to you and you'd be like, oh, you bitching. You'd be like, you're not going to say you, you bitching unless you a fucking horrible friend. You're gonna yeah, you got to be a nut. Empathize and all that shit, but I don't, I don't, I don't know where we learned that from. Though. I think that's kind of a societal, John. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, it's, it's like I said, as of recent, people, men, I'll say men have been starting to show their emotions or expressing their emotions. And here's where I think like time changes everything because like now it's a lot less of it's more dual income households and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And like our dad's generations and their dad's generations that they were the main source of the income. They were for the most part working mm -hmm. and shit. And maybe they just couldn't afford the time to soak or salt. Yeah. I like mean, life goes on like yeah like even if i'm having the worst day or i'm fucked up like i gotta go feed my family i gotta like make sure everybody's straight i gotta do this like, right. shit don't stop right i mean and if you stop like you said the the mental battle you're gonna face well who's gonna take care of my kids yeah 100 take care of my wife my wife it will was, leave me if i show weakness or whatever i got an interesting random stat too which is so interesting that uh well kind of weird but insurance companies took away the life insurance clause uh they put in the life insurance clause probably like 20 30 years ago uh that if you kill yourself your family doesn't get the insurance money because a lot of guys were getting overwhelmed and instead of like talking about it or whatnot they would just like think like this is a way for me to do this and still take care of my family and that's like, get this check. yeah so they took it away yep damn took the, yeah it took the incentive away of them killing themselves because now like if all right you got a bunch of problems but like now it's not like, all right, if you end it all, this is helping your family problems. They're still going to have them because you're not right. getting any money from it. Now that's, I mean, is that, that's fucked up though. That's fucked up because I mean. That is fucked up. I think yeah, it's fucked up. That's the, yeah, that's fucked up. And I think it's greedy on the insurance company's part too. Yeah. Especially if I've been paying you, bro. Give them my Yeah. Break. Like, bro, like I, if I, if I want to <laughs> die, you got to pay out regardless. Cause like, right. yeah, eat a dick. Right. Eat a dick. I had, uh, went to a class uh for like a drug fucking thing when i was in college and it was a speaker guy and he was talking about how he was gonna like fuck himself up because he was fucked up on drugs and he wanted the insurance money and he had they like basically he was he was like getting drunk on purpose and driving crazy no trying, trying to bang out so because if he died in a dui he'd still get the insurance money so he was just plotting on dying and yep. what the fuck mm -hmm. that's fucked up man but it is changing. You're right. I do think it's changing. You would think so, because I mean, what is it? Mental Health Awareness Month still? Yep, all of May. I don't. I don't remember ever this being a thing, but now it's things like that have been brought to the forefront, and people are being more uh, open to sharing about mental health. And I mean, I think it's only a, a good thing, positive. <clears throat> Yeah, it's a conversation now because people realize it's a lot more normal than what was assumed. Right. So there's less of a stigma about it. And anytime you take away a stigma, it's always more of a conversation. 
And and that's what I was going to say earlier, and this kind of segues in, is the big difference in generations between our generation and our parents' generation Mm. was I feel like they had a lot, not a lot more responsibility, but they had a lot more of like, I'm going to stick with it and get it done regardless. Like if it does, if it doesn't make me happy, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Right. I mean, it's fucked up to say it, but you could definitely see that in some of the, the older people that if a situation wasn't good for them, they probably did stay a little longer than they needed to. Whereas our generation, if we don't like the way something's going or is looking, and I think we learned that from them, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I seen so-and-so go through that. I ain't about to put up with that shit. Or I'm not about to spend that this amount of time that and be miserable. It's very interesting to see how like the dynamics have changed in a lot of shit with regards to that. Because like a, a lot of their shit, like and they didn't realize they had such a adverse re- like reaction, but it's weird now that they don't like the same things that they programmed us to do. What you mean? Like the participation trophies that they all gave us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some bullshit. Like That's they all gave us that. That was yeah, like yeah. now they talk about oh participation trophy. Like motherfucker, we weren't five and six making those trophies ourselves. Y'all we didn't vote on it. You was giving right. them shit up. That's what y'all wanted to do. It was hype when they, we got them. Yeah, and then they did that because their parents were ultra competitive and that scarred them. <laughs> and now they're upset about it, like because we're not like them, dog. You guys did it, right? And no, nobody gave a fuck about the participation trophies. Dog. Until we fucking grown. Now it's the problem. Oh, we created the soft generation. Now nah, we just a product of y'all. Wait, that you know, chase your dreams. You can be anything you want. Yeah. And now it's like, yeah, we get a job and we just quit because we wanted something we like better. Oh, you guys never yeah. stick with anything. Yeah, what happened to change? What happened to change? Yeah, it's a change, cause I can be anything. Oh, I want. What, you, what you mean I can't be a rapper when I'm 33, dog? You told me I have to be whatever I want. That's what you. That's what you instilled in us. This is what you instilled in us, and then they wonder like why. It's it's just interesting because I know a bunch of people that like got divorced as soon as their kids were old. Yeah, which is always fucked up because you like, like they stuck around for that. What's it called? And then you wonder, like, and that has a giant adverse reaction on the kids because now they wonder why the divorce rate is so high. Because mm-hmm. now motherfuckers don't want to sit around and be miserable for 15 years. Right. Exactly. I mean, I think we that, saw y'all. Yeah, that's and that's what I was about to say. We seen what could happen if you just sit around and do the same exact thing your parents did. And it seemed like some people still follow that path, though. I ain't even gonna act like some people don't. Some people still just go to I'm not going to say the regular route, but they go and live the same life as their parents. And then you see other people with a total opposite life. Total opposite. Total opposite. Like, uh, I think I'm going to wait on that. Uh, or I, I think I'm going to do this first. Or I saw uh, this on Facebook the other day. And I mm-hmm. saw it from two different perspectives from two different people within the same week. And I thought it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I was wondering what you guys thought about it. Um I saw one post saying that you you should always it was like an older person they were saying like your parents raised you you're responsible for reaching out and then i saw a girl post probably a week later and was like if your kid's not reaching out to you you need to like think about what the fuck you did to them like it's your responsibility oh. you're the parent. you should you should be trying to build that relationship or that connection there's a reason they're not so do you think it's responsible on us or them to maintain the relationship? That's a tough one. I mean, I think I'm going to side with our generation, though. I mean, 
you would hope you raised your child to want to always talk to you or whatever. But then again, if you if you did if they don't call you every day or every week, are you calling them every day or every week? <clears throat> that's the yeah. I know, that's interesting. It really is because like because when is when did the time switch? I mean, when does the time switch where it goes from? Oh, the parent checking up on the child every day to the child checking up on the parent. That normally happens a little. I mean, I'm not going to say it normally happens, but when do you think that happens? That switch. I, I don't know because my mom's always been the one. Like if, if I if I don't talk to my mom for three days, she's reaching out. Right, right. So I don't know. But I, I do think like and it's easy for us to say because we both don't have kids yet. But mm. I don't necessarily think you ever stop being a parent. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I don't think you hit 18 or your kid hits 18 or 20 and you're like, oh, they they yeah, should take care of me now. <laughs> right. Like they should take care of me. I, I think that shit's weird. I think like you're if you're the parent, you're always the parent. And, yeah. and not to say like they have to reach out every time, but I feel like you should always have to work towards that relationship if you're the parent. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Just even even whether it's like a, like you said, every three days or whatever it is. I feel like the parents should definitely be putting in effort because, like they always say, we didn't ask to be here. <laughs> exactly. And that's the flip side, too. That's the flip side, too. It's like, you know, if, if you are a parent, your kid's not reaching out to you, you need to look in the mirror and wonder why yeah. they don't want that connection with you. Yeah. And <laughs> do you think they would be too stuck in their ways to even correct that, though? Yes. And I think that's a lot of their generation before them. Mm hmm. Like, I think their parents were probably a lot more on, like, you're the kid being the kid's place. You need to ask. You need to talk. You you talk when you need to be talked to. Like, shit like that. Right. But parents have a weird sense of entitlement, too. It's not just kids. Parents definitely want to feel involved. I'll say that. Parents do want to feel involved. And... <laughs> As they should be, as they should want to, though, because yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's their job and they are very curious. It's actually, yeah, as they should be, though, because I mean, I'm just thinking about it now. This is the first time I even thought about it. But uh, even if I if I had a child, I would definitely want to know what's going on in their life. Whether they tell me or not, that's on them. But I would I would definitely be curious and I would call. Yeah. Them, what's up? What's going on? Like shit like that. And this probably goes back to what we were just talking about, about guys being taught not to communicate mm. but if i want to know what's going on i'm going to reach out and see what's going on right right and if my kid's not reaching out to see what's going on with me i'm wondering why right like what the fuck like it's one thing if you're reaching out and they're not answering mm -hmm. but if that's, like, that's if, like fucked up right there you don't yeah, ask parents, that's yeah. fucked up. if they're reaching out and you're not answering that's a little fucked up because I, I do feel like you owe it to them to at least answer when they do check in right Cause if you're not doing that, then ugh, yeah, that, yeah, that's well, a relationship right there. Yeah, it's a little iffy. It's a little iffy. That was a good one. Yeah. You want to take five and then jump back with the J. Cole Russell? What's it called? Yeah, we talk about some uh, hot topics. Yeah, hot topics. All right, let me see. A piece of that freestyle. Yeah, let's do it. All yeah, right, we're back from break. We back. We're back from break. Uh, 
can share my screen. Freestyle was fire, though. You listen to it? Yeah, shout out to Cole, man. Cole back out here to remind people that don't don't forget about Cole. He's, he's that freestyle, like nah. That I'm up there. Different. Yeah, yeah. That shit was different. I'm glad he's back there, man. I am. Yeah. Uh, we needed that. <laughs> when yeah. the last time a rapper tore down a radio station? I'm That's glad. Rapper, I should say. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad he's back, man. It's been a while since I saw a really good freestyle. So, here, let me try and share my screen. Let's do this. All right, here we go. I like this. Let me know if it's going. Can you see? Yeah. All right, cool. So here's the freestyle J. Cole just dropped. Leakers, sour milk, just incredible. This one has been uh, about 12 years in the making, man. It's yes, sir. It's, it's been some. It's been some time. Yeah, rest assured, the best is in the flesh, and that's for sure. The rest should wear my vest, I'm set for war, nigga, press record. I send niggas to address the law. Same flow to put your neck to sword, the same flow to just address your heart. Take over, nigga, check the score. This is chess, better check your poor. Who gave the world more fire but got less reward? No stress, my only guess is that less is more. More or less, for the cheese in my dresser drawer. I'm blessed, hope I arrest, don't arrest me for it, I'm new to it. My new crib got the Times Square view to it. My two bitches lay in my bed. I'm used to it. That's your best friend giving me head. Now you do it. See, mommy, it's not. <laughs> Disrespectful. Fucking cold, man. Nonstop, bro. And we could not go on to, but we, we could have played that whole John, bro. Easily. And and y'all would have sat here to listen to that one. Because that, yeah, that man was like in the mission. We could have played that whole John easy. I'm glad he's back, man. What, what's it what's it been? Four or five four or five years? Shit, it feel like forever. Shit. What he dropped uh KOD. KOD. Kids on drugs. Oh, what was that? That had to be 2018. At least eighteen was it nineteen? Eighteen, probably eighteen. Yeah, I want to say it was eighteen. Uh, which it was a solid album too. I was one of one of my favorites. Is I liked it a lot better than the album before. He's yeah. nasty, bro. It's easy to forget. Like he is fucking nasty. Like he's a he's a good rapper. That motherfucker said on the still tipping one. If they That's sleeping not. on me, he said no Bill Cosby. If they sleeping on me, Mommy, fuck, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> said, oh. He not playing. Uh, I mean, I said he I used to be bummy. Playing. If you see me bummy now, so on purpose. Fuck you, me. I love that shit. I, I choose love that shit. Yeah. My cousin like Dover Street. Yo, what's wrong with you, cuz? His shit. Fuck is Man, wrong with I mean, you, dog? I mean, this is this only gets me hype for uh his beside his album Kendrick album. Him and Kendrick to me is one and two when it comes to rapping and. It's good it's to hear this type of shit back, man. It's easy to forget how good both of them are because they don't drop as frequently as Drake. They don't drop yeah. as frequently. They're not prevalent. They not on their social media presences and it's heavy. They just do. I mean, they do what they want. But those guys, you can easily make. But both of them, you can easily make a debate for top ten ever. 
ever. I mean, I, I told y'all last episode, Kendrick fighting for five on my shit. I'm not so, mad at that. Yeah, he's he's right there. Like I'm not mad at that. Him him or Ross for me is fighting for five. And I mean, Cole doing shit like that. <laughs> I mean, he he ain't too far behind. And people don't realize, like, you, to be a good rapper, like, he's doing that shit. He's not reading off his shit. I mean, I'm sure he's got that premeditated or whatnot, but he's catching those flows off beats he doesn't even realize he's gone with. And then he's and, doing all that complex-ass raps and punchlines and whatnot and completely flowing and then switching the beat halfway through. That's really impressive. What I don't think people understand is the breath control to do that. You 100%. could learn all the words to that freestyle. You probably wouldn't be able to rap the whole shit without having to take a breath. You got to be in shape. The breath control of, of, a, of, a, of a rapper that level is kind of insane. You got to be in shape. Is it corny that he's doing the basketball league shit? No, because if somebody offered me a pro contract, I'm going. But they, they said he was he was trying to go make the league for a while now, right? Yeah, they said, uh, I forget what team they said gave him, was going to give him a try. I don't know if it really happened. But uh, yeah, he's been working out with a trainer. They said he, he looks, to be all right. He looks good, man. He does look good. I don't think he's NBA good, but he does look like he's good. Would you be mad if an NBA team gave him a shot? Like, would you think like, oh, y'all making a joke of the league? Giving J. Cole a shot. I think that would open up a wormhole that the NBA doesn't want to do. Just celebrities trying to try out for the NBA and shit. Next yeah, my, yeah my, atten my attendance is low. Now my owner, my attendance is low. We're not winning shit anyway. All right, let me bring in fucking Kendrick and let him suit up. Let me bring in Drake. Now right. in the Raptors, I'll give Drake a spot. That would be fucking crazy. Man, it's just like, but if he could ball, I mean, if he goes to this African League and, and does... His thing that can warrant a tryout. I'm not mad at that. So I'm saying, yeah, from what I've read, he's I think he's playing like six games. I don't even know if he's playing the full season, but regardless, I, to me, to me, that's some cool shit. Like your album coming out, you got a team that wants you pro. Maybe, maybe it's to promote the league. I don't know. Maybe you get a stake in the league. I don't know because he's definitely gonna bring eyes to the league. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna check out a cool game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what he got. And I mean, I think people even forget the fact that J. Cole got a fucking signature shoe with Puma, a signature yeah. basketball shoe with that, yeah. that people in the NBA actually wear on the court. Underrated, it's, man. J. Cole, Meek, Dre, Kendrick, that's like all the same time frame. Yeah. It's Meek, Meek by far the fourth? Yeah. Sadly. Hurts to say, right? Sadly, I mean, and the other guys that people put in there though is, you got your Big Shuns and you got your Wale's. It's not a bad group. I'd say, I'd say, me personally, Meek's my favorite. Right. But he, like his albums can't compete. I'd say he's got the best mixtapes out of the bunch. That's not a that's a hard argument to make though. Uh, I mean, the only one I would fight that with is Cole's mixtapes are legendary. I say Cole's got good mixtapes. Drake uh, came in with the legendary one. I mean, yeah. I mean, they kind of they kind of count Kendrick's uh, Section Eighty the same way. I was gonna so far gone. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Meek's just got so much more material on the. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we could we could give that to him. Even yeah. just the Demonstration series alone. He yeah, I'll give that. I'll give yeah I'll give him that he's the best underground one out of them, which isn't horrible. It's not a bad spot to be in if you're fourth out of that that class, because like you said, I mean, it is Big Sean, mm -hmm. it is Wale. Mm -hmm. Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, Wiz. I mean, he went a little poppy on us, but it's all good. Yeah, it's a, a, bunch, a bunch of those guys that came in around the same time. Two chains, for real. 
It's a bunch of those guys that came in right around the same time. Yeah, because I mean, after that, you get your futures, your thugs. Mm-hmm. That was that was. I feel like we got a good era. Like oh, for, we had an amazing uh, era. era. The J. Coles. I mean, even the underground guys under them, like the Freddie Gibbs and the yep. fucking. You got your Nipsey's. You got your fucking. Even at the time, Machine Gun Kelly was popping out here. Uh, I love Machine Gun. That's what I'm saying. Like I love Machine we Gun. had a we had a solid era of rappers. We had an amazing early 20s there because we, we not only caught those guys, I mean, late late teens, early 20s, not only caught those guys, but then we caught the end of, I, I hate to say the end, but then we caught the full force of the Jeezy wave. Oh, yeah, we caught the we full caught that. force of the Jeezy That was wave. like our introduction. That whole... the, Jeezy, the Jeezy wave was a fucking wave. Like, I, I think the kids don't realize now, like, the Jeezy wave was a the recession, the recession in high school, junior year. I feel like you got to start at, I know you're gonna say uh motivation. Trapper died. Trapper died. The mixtape Jeezy might have the best mixtape series ever. He was fucking nuts. You wanna know what's crazy? Rick Ross, too. Rick that. Ross had some crazy mixtapes yeah. back then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If we it seemed like Rick Ross, Ross mixtape was better than his fucking albums, and his albums was fucking immaculate. Rick Ross had stay scheming on a mixtape. On a fucking mixtape. Rick <laughs> ever was on a fucking mixtape. Come on, tape. dog. Come on, dog. Dreams was on a fucking mixtape. Like it, we we caught the full, we caught the full luxury rap and trap rap wave. Because yeah. I mean, we what that's Jeezy came out probably oh oh four maybe like big oh four yeah. five. What are we fucking twelve? That's yeah, we starting to that's that's when we starting to make the decisions on like oh nah I like this person like I'm listening to this all day like I'm not listening to nothing else. Dude, I was uh listening to Jeezy all day, nothing else. I had uh uh memory pop up on Facebook and it said recession's been out a year and a half where I'm still listening to it. It was like 15 people coming on, like, yeah, still in the rotation, dog. Come on, dog. Um, amazing album. That was a great time. That was, was a, a wonderful time. time. A beautiful time for music. Yeah. And that went all the way through college. Because that's right when me, Quale, Drake really started going crazy, Cole, Kendrick. They all just started going nuts. And then you got your underground guys. You got your currencies. You got your doms. You got your... I mean, back then, Wiz was underground. That black and yellow shit put him, like, over the top. But before yeah. that, I remember, like, the Cushion OJ mixtape, the Telegram mixtape. And not your vibe, but Mac Miller was going crazy with the mixtapes, too. era. It's going crazy with the mixtapes. That that was yeah. the MMG era, and the MMG era was nuts. <laughs> what? We and went I right thought- we went right off the Young Money era to the MMG era, and it was crazy. And we really, like, it felt like we grew up with these guys. So I feel like that's why we so attached to that era, too. Oh, for sure. As they grew, we grew. We could we could play a song, and we know exactly what the fuck was going on in that moment in our life, all that type of shit. It's funny because, like, old heads will always argue about, like, how music was the best in their era. But, like, yeah, I, I feel like that. So I get it. I could, yeah, I could, I could definitely say because we hit the prime of Jay Z, we hit the prime of T- DMX, we hit the prime of Fifty, we caught yeah. all that, and we, then we went to right in the new era. Fire, we caught. I mean, we even had a dance era in our shit. Not saying that the older yeah. generation didn't, because they obviously did. They yeah. was probably dancing a little more than us and shit. Yeah, they was doing a little better than us because we was cranking, <laughs> cranking Soldier Boys and fucking yeah, pushing and snap era, shoulder, shoulder lean and shit. We didn't see ring. We didn't went from ringtone rap to fucking. I don't. I don't know where we at now. I don't even it know. What the, the shit. 
It was a beautiful era for music. It was, man. Because we caught the we caught the full fledged pop era too. We caught the Britney Spears Backstreet Boys. We caught yeah. all that. <laughs> that was definitely relevant back then. Yeah. I, like, I mean, is that, that is that still a thing? Are there still like pop stars? Backstreet, Backstreet Boys is still going platinum. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Sorry, no, like, what? Are there like guy groups, girl groups now? Like what? I think. Is that yeah? Gay? Yeah, that was like wasn't that like One Direction and the Jonas Brothers and like mm-hmm. those guys? I don't know if they're still around, but there yeah, was like pop groups. Right? Yeah, but I don't know if like Billie Eilish would be considered a pop star, but what she's huge. She 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 sings or yeah she sings. Oh, okay. she sings. She's got a hell of a voice too. Damn. Yeah, That's she's got bad. a hell of a voice. Yeah, we definitely <sighs> caught a, our own golden era. For sure, dude. J. Cole's probably one of the better rappers out right now and all time. And if he wants to play he's, basketball he's and good dreadlocks, more power to him, dog. He's definitely gonna be ranked up there. Uh on the flip side, let's well, we could talk about Russ, but I, I kinda want to get into that uh pop smoke shit a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucked up situation, man. You wanna you wanna break that down? Yeah, they released the uh details to the pop smoke murder. Um Murdered by a fifteen-year-old, which is fucked up. Um, apparently, he was in the shower, taking a shower, and uh, got bum rushed by a group of teens in in Hollywood. And uh, I guess they wanted his watch. Pop Smoke, I guess, resisted. Uh, Pop Smoke got shot what three times? I didn't realize he was in the shower. I didn't read that part. Yeah, fucked up. Got shot and um, I mean, obviously died, and they took his Rolex. Go pawn the Rolex for two thousand dollars. So, so he's by himself in this house. Mm, uh, to my knowledge, not because they said uh one of the uh one of the people that committed the crime had a gun to a woman's head. So, I mean, I guess saying give give up the watch or whatever. It's just ah, and, and what they're thinking is that they got the the address off the the Insta post. Yeah, they saying they got the address off of Instagram. That's and, brutal, man. Yeah, fifteen, man. That's fucked up. That's brutal. Over over a watch that they only get two thousand dollars for. Yeah, and these fucking kids don't even realize that they could have got way more for the watch, and you, you're killing this guy for two thousand bucks. Yeah, come on, man. And, and now they're fucked. Yeah, you throw you throw your you literally throw your life away for two thousand dollars. So I, I wonder like, is it worth it? Yeah, I wonder if that's what my question is. So like is it worth it? Are you thinking like you're that hungry that you're stealing from somebody like that? Like that like you just need that buck up that bad, or is that kind of like yo, I'm about to go rob pop smoke because I'm this tough and I'm just a kid, like on some dumb shit. I mean I mean it's even crazy enough that they plotting I mean you sh- you would definitely think so at that level, but it's crazy that they plotting on his location. Like where where's Pop Smoke at? You find his location, yeah. and then you actually go, and then willing to kill him for whatever it is that you want from him. Now it's fucking a fifteen year old book that our group of fifteen year olds book for life. This fellow's dead, and he was only what 20? 20. 21? Yeah. 20 years old. So he's a fucking kid himself. Yeah, and a, a amazing album. It was a great album. It was a really so good album. Grammy nominated, right? Was it Grammy yeah, nominated? I'm pretty sure it was a really good album. Rob, on some bullshit. What? 
no incentive. I mean, it's, it's really not even much you can say because it's a loss for everybody in this situation. I was going to say on the flip side of this, because we just we just left this topic, but we caught the Chicago era, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In the prime of it. That was a, yeah, I mean. And that, that influenced a lot of shit. Yeah. I mean, it, it basically influenced the game right now where we are. Yeah. The Pop Smoke shit's unfortunate. I, I don't necessarily know who to blame in that. Is that like you? Are you blame society? Like these these kids are fifteen and they're that fucked up already that they're willing to kill somebody over a watch that they're selling for two thousand? What what the fuck is two thousand? That's what I'm saying. And what's two thousand? And what? Are, yeah, because that's that's gone. I mean, if you're doing shit like that, that's gone fast. Yeah, two thousand's gone in fucking a week. You breaking right. it down three or four people? That shit gone, dog. You got five hundred to kill Pop Smoke. That shit's nuts. And why? Ah, man. I mean, they, I'm not even gonna say why would you go do it because. You obviously just fuck. But then you ask, could have could Pop Smoke been more smart about the situation? That's what I'm saying. They were both kids. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. A kid too. Like, like he was just a 20 year old too. So he's just flashing shit, talking like he got a suit. So he's stunting. Mm-hmm. He's just mm-hmm. flashing his brands and shit. He's not even thinking somebody's gonna run down on me. He's in a whole different coast, whole different area. Doesn't really know anybody out there. And, and he's got this arrogance to him. And I, I don't want to say arrogance because he got killed, but he's got this can't happen to me kind of attitude to him and, and that, that shit got him hurt which sucks he was definitely comfortable out there hella comfortable hella comfortable and now yeah. a 15 year old's gonna fuck around and do life and, and this fella's dead didn't even get to live half his life he didn't even get to live half his life the kid didn't even get to live a fucking quarter of his life fuck no said he showed his addy fuck man that is brutal, man. That's really unfortunate, honestly. Especially at that point in your career. That's that's he didn't even get to he didn't even get to see his flowers bloom. Like the seeds was just getting planted and shit. Yeah, I, I would uh, imagine how traumatizing that has to be for the family of him. That's probably that's probably horrible. People like probably, if you think like uh, if I'm shit. thinking from his mom's aspect, like you're seeing your kid young jump into gang banging and shit, and you're probably worried every fucking day about it. And then right. somehow he makes it on some music shit and fucking blows up. And you're finally thinking like, yeah, I don't have to worry about my kid. He's mm-hmm. making clean money. He's not going to jail. He's out of the streets. He's living lavish. And then he gets fucking murked over a watch that they sell for 2000 bucks. I yeah, mean, fuck for, me. For that to be to him to get famous and then he still go down with gun violence. Yeah, that, that definitely got to hurt. That's definitely yeah. hurt. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Man. Smoke, man. You, you, hate to, you hate to see it. For sure. Russell Westbrook. Russ, man. Is he the is he, it sounds blasphemous. Is he a top ten player of all time? Why? Triple doubles. What is it? Four straight years now? Yeah, you know what's interesting? Who he just That's beat out? He beat out Oscar Robinson, right? And people glorify the fuck out of him. Yeah. Glorify, Bree, you can tune out now. We're going into basketball talk. Uh, dude, glorify Oscar Robinson, right? Yeah. You want to know a fun fact about Oscar Robinson? The four years that he averaged triple doubles, and one of them was actually only a year he averaged triple doubles. Three out of the four, they rounded up because that's what they used to do back in the day. Yeah. The four years he averaged a triple double, they averaged the most shot attempts in the history of the league. Which and some of the. The most shot attempts the whole league per, game. Did? per game, yeah. 
Damn. So his stats was inflated. And some of the worst field goals. So like field goal percentage. <laughs> Damn. So like that, everybody in the league was averaging like eight boards. So it's kind of crazy that Russell's actually doing this shit. It is. It's well, not kind of. It is crazy. We're right now. He's doing it in the highest offensive efficiency rating ever in the league. So this is. I mean, okay. So the question back to the question: Do we take him for granted? How often do you watch Russell Westbrook games? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. Do you think our generation is like satisfied with just having the highlight? Because we don't have to. I mean. If you really want to watch basketball, you could watch basketball, or you could just go watch the fucking highlights. Do you think we yeah. like are uh, we fake? Is our era fake fans? Dude, where our era has fucking ADD. <laughs> our average atten- our average attention span is nuts. We don't pay attention <laughs> to shit for longer minutes, than fucking yeah. three minutes. Yeah, like it's nuts. Should've we don't watch shit. shit is crazy. And when's the last time you sat there a whole movie and didn't check your phone? I don't know. I definitely just started something on Netflix and I had to put my phone down. Yeah. Like that's like, the right, shit I'm that you literally so I could watch this shit. You literally have to put the phone down, bro. And I ain't gonna lie, I put a uh, 45 minute uh uh cap on my on my apps, man. I had to do that Same. shit. Same. I put a 45 Same. and this for both of them. I put 45 minutes for mm-hmm. Twitter and uh Instagram combined. Cause I was like I forget what I seen it at one day. I'm like, what nope. the fuck? Yeah, like, I did that shit a few months ago. And I hate it. I hate it too, because half the time I'll just ignore the limit. I'll be in it like a snooze. I'll be like 15 minutes. <laughs> Let me come up, you like, man, fuck yep. out of here. Yeah, give me that 15, dog. Y'all wild. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just be it's just a good feeling when you make it through the day and don't even see the limit, the ignore joint. Because you like, damn, I really wasn't on that shit. It's brutal, man. I I, I look at my average time on Instagram and shit, and I'll be like, dog, that's nuts. I had one buddy I was sitting at dinner with, uh, uh, a few friends, and we yeah. all checked out our average time on Insta, and it was like 45 minutes, 55 minutes. He pulled his shit up. His show was three and a half fucking hours, dog. <laughs> Damn. Like three and a half hours on Insta, dog. Cause you, yes. That's a long-ass time. But I, I think Russ will be looked at a lot more favorable as years progress. Is it because simply because he didn't win no chips? Is that why we for not saying for we forget about him, but just like oh that's Russ. The same way we might look at a Brian like oh he's supposed to win. I think it's partially that and partially that people keep leaving his teams. So it makes him seem like he's the like problem. he's the one that yeah like it's like all right KD got out of there, Paul George finished top five in MVP voting, had his best year ever, got out of there. Right. He goes to the Rockets. They're like get him out of here. Yeah, I mean, to me, the shit was crazy when KD left because that that kind of started it all. Because that team, you was like, all right, if they don't make it this year, they definitely making the finals next year. You would have thought so. Yeah, and when KD left, it's just like, oh shit. But like, he's on year. He's on year four, dog. Russ. Yeah, he's on year four of triple doubles, and they're they're playing well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they fighting for a playoff spot, and it ain't like Russ do have an MVP. Like, he is an MVP yeah. of the league, so it ain't like he's just we just throwing him out there because he got an MVP before Chris Paul got an MVP. So is he than Chris Paul is on the point guard list? Wild and question. You know, and you know what's an like a interesting aspect of that is Chris Paul gets credit for being such a winner. Yeah, Russ hasn't been on their losing teams. This is his worst year. 
That's what I'm saying. There's an argument there. Is he a better point guard than Chris Paul? You want four straight triple doubles or you want the prototypical point guard? I they think Chris the same shit. They getting as far Chris, as they're getting. I think Chris Paul is going to be looked at as a top three point guard when it's all said and done. Mm, top three? Yeah, especially if he wins a chip. If he wins a chip this year, he's going to be top three easy. You think? Yeah. Damn. I think it's just because they do like his. He's got drastic impact. You got magic. Magic's you got to go magic. You got to go magic. Is Chris Paul better than Steph? That's that's see that's the tough part because then you go scoring guards and and nah that's a point you play point though because that shit right there he, he yeah he can't be better than Steph made the game great whatever you want to say Steph did that shit to the game he can't be better than Steph he can't be. Mm, he can't be better than Steph. And I'm not the biggest fan of Steph, but he can't be better than Steph. He can't be better than him. And Steph's really solidified himself this year, too. He, yeah, I was about to say, he's still doing that shit, and he's mm-hmm. trying to get his squad into a fucking playoff position. The shit he's doing, yeah, and Steph's, the shit he's done, he's really changed the Steph's game. Doing it. Steph's doing it with all eyes on him this year, too. Yeah, yeah. And I know you remember the time we went to go hoop, and just like all the kids shooting. It's no more driving. It's no more I'm taking you one-on-one. It's I'm pulling the fuck up. I'd argue that Steph still has a better team than Russ this year, though. Mm. I mean, yeah, because, I mean, who else can you really name on the fucking Wizards besides Brad Bill? Brad Nobody. <laughs> fucking Ish Smith. Bertans. Bertans. Like, who, who are you going to name? I don't even know who's on their fucking bench. He's just playing with people like him and Bill. Bill, what was the other night? Bill had fifty. He had thirty-three. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers got eighty-three points together. They doing it's... all the work. How do you think Melo is going to be looked at? I think Melo is going to be looked at the same way T Mac is looked at. Great to the people that seen him. Amazing to the people that seen him. Hall of Famer to the people that seen him. To the kids that don't know, it's just gonna be one of them things that the that we say, like they'll, 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 yeah, they'll stumble, they'll stumble across the list list and shit and be like, yeah, what's up with this mellow guy? How'd he get top ten? Right, right. You'd be like, man, that motherfucker was nuts, dog. Most shit. polished footwork you'd ever seen. This is the smoothest mid game you've ever seen. I mean, straight bully ball. Okay. We forgotten about dirt. I don't hear already. dirt brought up enough. Yeah, already. Yeah. When the last time Dirk name brought up? And Dirk's you, like you number seven. Forwards, you don't bring up Dirk for whatever Dirk's reason. Dirk's like number, number seven on the scoring list, too. All time. Dirk underappreciated. I mean, a lot, a lot. And, he, fucked up, and he got that chip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a wild chip against the big yeah, three. He got, he, yeah, he got a chip against one of the better teams ever. And we'll, we'll – because you still go KG over him. You go Duncan over him. People I like don't. him alone. People like I don't know if I go KG over Dirk. I mean, I do go Duncan over Dirk. Do you go? I mean, well, we kind of old. I mean, young for that, but like Mikael and and Barkley. Barkley, maybe Mikael. No. Um, Do I go Malone over Dirk? I guess you'd have to, right? You would think. What is he number three on the score? Two. No, he might be one. No, he's two. He's two behind Jabbar. Yeah. 
Damn, is Brian two now? Nah, Brian ain't passed nah. Malone. He three. He's got a ways to go too. That's He'll get there though. Yeah. He'll get there. All right, uh, wrap it up. Ellen's Ellen's yeah. done with her show. Ellen's done with her show, man. Never Why really watched it like that, but I mean, I, I don't know. You think, uh, you think it's because she she got those reports that she wasn't shit? I think it was, and that that shit probably fucked up her whole image. Mm-hmm. And maybe she felt unappreciated at the same time. Like, all right, if I'm fucked up, let's end this shit. What are we doing? Yeah, I'm sure she's rich enough. Yeah, she's she's definitely probably not selling that shit though. She's definitely not in there. Alright, you want to do songs of the week? Yeah, let's get up out of here, man. You wanna go first? Uh you can go. I gotta pull my shit up. Alright. Um, you know how to share? Uh you do it. Oh, hit share. Mm-hmm. Screen share. And then hit window. Privacy and shit. All right, you can see my shit. Um, no. Right now. Let me see. Oh, let me add it to the stream. Yep. All right, bet. I'm going to go, since J. Cole dropping on Friday, I'm going to go Friday Night Lights, uh, too deep for the intro. Partially functional, half of me is comfortable The other half is close to the cliff, like Mrs. Huxtable These boys got them hostess and clips They pack like Lunchables, like white boys in grade school While we ate school made food, just eyeing they shit Wish I was trying they shit Knowing when mama hit the stove, she wasn't buying that shit No, I ain't crying a bit Man, that's just life, that's how that shit work You reach your hand to fire, you pull it back when you get burnt Gotta learn when you get hurt, even if it's with you He beat you and you went back He's officially stupid, oh yeah I understand, that's your man, you had a plan You've been together for some years You sticking with him for the kids So you overlook the tears, but we both know that's a bad look It's 20 years from now, your daughter probably get her ass whooped Look, if it's too deep for the intro, I'll find another use But just in case it's perfect let me introduce Cole. 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 J. Cole, too deep for the intro. Off of the Friday Night Lights. Mixed nice. Tape. Try to make your exit real smooth, huh? (laughs) (laughs) So fuck your song, (laughs) God damn. I know how to stop it. I am going Mac Miller 2009. I'm going Tiny Death version because it's one of my favorite. You can see it, right? I 
she don't cry no more. Tell me that I get her high, cause her angel's supposed to fly. I ain't asking why no more. You know I take it if it's mine, I don't stay inside the lines. It ain't 2009 no more. Yeah, I know what's behind that door. Okay, you gotta jump in the swim. The light was dim and this life is sin. Every day I wake up and breathe. I don't have it all, but that's alright with me. Take it nice and easy. Took a flight to see. Send you back home with a light that's big. My whole team about to figure it out. We ice cold, that's a winner we're about. And sometimes, sometimes, I wish I took a simpler route. Instead of having demons that's as big as my house. Mm-hmm. Have a ball with it, dribble and bounce. Cause the party ain't over till they kicking me out. Yeah, isn't it funny? We can make a lot of money. Buy a lot of things just to feel a lot of ugly. Yeah, I was yay high in money. Looking for what was looking for me. But I don't need to lie no more. Nowadays, all I do is shine, take a breath, and ease my mind. Yeah. She don't cry no more. Tell me that was Mac Miller, 2009. Dude, looking back at some of those videos, you could really tell he was going through it. Yeah, that one looked fucked up. Yeah, you could really tell he was going through it. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Yeah, you remember that Atlanta episode about the tiny desk? That shit was fucking hilarious. I don't. Has Atlanta ever <laughs> come back? Uh, yeah, they definitely shooting now. That shit was fucking funny as shit. Dude, the shy is supposed to be coming back pretty soon here, too. Uh, we'll see if they can bounce back from last season. What was that? That was you that said the trailer was crazy? Yeah, trailer good. Yeah, I gotta check it out. I gotta check see it if out. they bounce back from last season because that shit was trash. Right, right. Definitely turned me off. I stopped watching. But I'm gonna be back if this season's right. The show got all the potential in the world. Little Dicky show's coming back too. You ever watch that? Uh, I watched like four episodes. I forget what came on, but I was I was watching it like consistently for a minute. Yeah, it's a good show. It's coming back for season two, so I'm pretty pumped up about it. Shout out to FX, man. Shout out to FX. They really produce some good shit. Shout out to all our listeners. Flocko will be back uh, next week. Yeah. This isn't a this isn't a Joe Budden situation. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> he will be back. All right. I will see you.